0: What's shaking, you Nazis? I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message for February 4th, 2021. And uh, I am very much in the mood to do a show today. I'm actually always in the mood to do the show. It's very rare that I'm not. Sometimes I'm like, ah, another stupid story about CNN, some other nonsensical, ridiculous thing happening that I have to talk about, but I I do love doing this, I really do, but just sitting down with these stories in the last half hour, reviewing this stuff, we added a story at the last second because there's so much like crazy breaking nonsense. I was like, I am really in the mood to deliver the info to the people today. So let's do it, there's a lot to get to. Uh, As always guys, just don't forget to click that subscribe button, something's going on with the powers that be over at YouTube and people keep getting unsubscribed. And real quick before we get to all of it, guys, it's February, and if you're looking forward to a Valentine's Day but not sure how to stay away from the candy, I've got just the solution for you. Built Bar, people. Not Bill Bar. Built Bar. If you can get Built Bar, if you can get Bill Bar, though, for for, uh, Valentine's Day, I guess that would be pretty good. Built Bar is the secret to eating healthier food while also eating tastier food. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. You can actually lose or maintain weight while indulging in a yummy treat. Healthy has never been this delicious. Built Bars taste like candy and come in 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie and peanut butter. My personal favorite, as you know, is the cookies and cream. I am a simple man. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, include both nut and nut-free flavors, and are soft and easy to chew. I know with restaurants finally opening up, it'll be tempting to indulge, but we also need to shed those additional quarantine pounds, which is why Built Bars are the perfect alternative to pie for the health conscious guy. Each bar is about 110 to 160 calories. You're going to get 16 to 20 grams of protein, three to five net carbs. It's only February guys. Don't give up on the new year's resolution. Built bars are the answer. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Ruben to get 20% off your next order. Use promo code Ruben for 20% off at builtbar.com. And I wonder if you go to billbar.com and enter code Ruben, who knows what would happen? You know what I mean? Give that a try and let me know in the comments right down below. Okay, guys, we're doing four stories today. We added one just at the last second because this Jen Psaki, she is a piece of work, the White House Press Secretary. Uh, So we had to add a story on that because I saw some video from the press conference this morning. And these people that govern us are ridiculous human beings. They are just absolutely, completely ridiculous. But speaking of completely ridiculous human beings, the ACLU, uh, the American Civil Liberties, What does the U stand for? American Civil Liberties, not university. What does it stand for? American Civil Liberties Union. Union, the American Civil Liberties Union. ACL, they're a union, all right. Uh, Well, they used to be a pretty great organization. So let me get the joking part out of the way quick. The ACLU used to be a phenomenal organization. They fought for free speech. There is the landmark case that you've probably heard me talk about before. uh, And I had the former head of the ACLU, Nadine Strassen, on to talk about, which was the incredible case uh, back in the early 70s. I think it was 71, maybe it was 72, uh, which was Skokie versus Illinois, where a bunch of neo Nazis wanted to march in Skokie, Illinois, this was a place where I think it was the largest concentration of Holocaust survivors in the United States, and the ACLU actually defended their right to do that, defended their right to express themselves, defended their right to free speech, despite the intentional provocation, despite the fact that they went exactly to where all these Holocaust survivors were, all of the hurt feelings, all of that stuff, the ACLU defended their right to do it. They said, you can't do it violently, but you have a right to express themselves. That's a a pretty, uh, what I would say, is a a deeply moral position to take and not one that's easy to do, right? It's easy to make easy decisions, it's hard to make hard decisions, right? So the ACLU, which has defended free speech forever, if you've been paying attention, in the last two, three years has gone completely woke and they have just absolutely thrown rationality and thought through the window in the name of social justice and just the endless litany of woke lunacy that you guys hear about. So they put out a Twitter thread yesterday. And now before I read you the Twitter thread and I'll editorialize as I'm reading it, uh, let's not forget that just yesterday we covered a story how on CNN, they had a legal expert on saying that lying is not protected by the First Amendment. Now, they did not correct that on CNN because CNN is not a place of journalism. Uh, the, the woman herself, she actually did send out a tweet saying that she basically misspoke. It was, wasn't really an apology or anything. Uh, but on CNN, so if you're an average watcher of CNN, you might think now that they brought on a legal expert who said you're not allowed to lie and lying is against the First Amendment. Well, I want you to work with me here. And let's go through all the lies in this ACLU thread. It's a four tweet thread here. Uh, First myth, sex is binary, apparent at birth and identifiable through singular biological characteristics. That's actually not a myth, That's, that's true. But here's what they go on to say. There is no one way for our bodies to be. Women, including women who are transgender, intersex or disabled, have a range of different physical characteristics. Okay, that, that's just not true, right? When when you go and have a baby, what's the first thing they do? The baby get, go, you got a boy, you got a girl. Are these doctors all transphobes? Like what's happening there? They go on to say biological sex and gender are not binaries. There are no set hormone ranges, body parts, or chromosomes that all people of a particular sex or gender have. Yeah, again, guys, this is not true, and you don't need to be a scientician or a mathematician to figure it out. Uh, guys have penises, women have vaginas, okay? That's just kind of right. That doesn't mean that you can't identify as another gender and go ahead and transition, in which case I will treat you with respect if you treat me with respect. But telling us that science doesn't exist, no. That's, that's, I know that's part of the destruction that we're seeing of everything that we once held dear, but no, 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 it's not right. So myth, that was, that was their first tweet in the thread, and basically you can see it's complete nonsense. Myth two. We'll continue with the nonsense. Trans athletes' physiological characteristics provide an unfair advantage over cis athletes. Trans athletes vary in athletic ability just like cisgender athletes. In many states, the very same cis girls who have claimed that trans athletes have an unfair advantage have consistently performed as well or better than transgender competitors. Uh, First off, when they talk about cis, what they mean is that if you are born a biological woman woman, and you identify as a woman, then you're cis, like you're you're cisgendered. You are in the body you're supposed to be in. Now, this is also nonsense. You have all seen the videos of biological males who trans uh, transition to female and then they crush the girls in wrestling because they are much bigger. They outcompete them in racing. They dunk over them in basketball. By the way, that is not to say that men are inherently better than women. We are born with different things. That gets to myth one that they lied about. We are just born differently. Men are generally stronger. Men are generally bigger. And once you transition, although you still have the same biological body parts, yeah, you're generally gonna be stronger than all of these people. So congratulations to all of the feminists who are now all about the trans movement, who are going to, in essence, uh, have a bunch of biological men winning all of the athletic awards for females. So they butchered number two as well. Uh, Here's myth three, which is right off that one. Uh, Myth, the participation of trans athletes hurts Cis women. Excluding women who are trans hurts all women. It invites gender policing that could subject any woman to invasive tests or accusations of being too masculine or too good at the sport to be a real woman. I mean, I have no idea what they're talking about here. You know, not that anyone watches the NBA, but years ago I watched a little bit, right when it started, there was this incredible woman on uh, the Houston Comets. Cynthia Cooper. She was sort of older at the time when the league just started, but she was phenomenal. And I actually did enjoy watching her. And there's, there's obviously some very good athletes there. Actually, Sue Bird, who's I think like thought of as maybe the best Uh, WNBA player in their 20 year history. We went to the same high school. I I played on on the street with her a couple times, like at the parks and stuff. So this is not disrespect to to girls that like basketball. Actually, Michael, my producer, his sister is a pretty awesome basketball player and she came here and she whooped my ass and horse a couple weeks ago, which I'm still pissed about. So this has nothing to do with whether girls are good at things or some girls are better than boys at things or any of that stuff, but this is complete nonsense. Excluding women who are trans hurt all women. No, it doesn't. If you are biologically something, then either you should play in the biological league of which you were born into, meaning if you were biologically male, then play in the male league. Or if there are that many trans people out there, then let's have, as we have a male division and a female division, let's have a trans division. Uh, but the idea that no, it won't affect um, biological cisgendered women at all if you let all these guys in there. It's just like, guys, like give logic a chance, a little air. Uh, And myth four, trans students need separate teams. So this is what I just addressed. Trans people, like all people, may experience detrimental effects to their physical and emotional well-being when they are pushed out of affirming spaces and communities. Well, that is true at some level, right? We all like to be part of groups that are somewhat similar to us, right? Whether that's a sport group or a reading club, or a knitting club, or whatever it might be, uh, which is why I just said, if if they want their own, if trans people want their own sports groups, so you have your male division, your female division, and your trans division, I guess you'd have to have two trans divisions, right? Because you'd have to have female-to-male trans division sports and male-to-female trans, so now we've got four divisions, and I'm sure we can divide that up further. It goes on to say, efforts to exclude subsets of girls from sports can undermine team unity, and youth derive the most benefits from athletics when they are exposed to care environments where teammates are supported by each other and by coaches. Look, I think you guys got the point here. The ACLU is no longer anything close to what it was. It is now a woke organization pushing social justice on everybody. I wanna just be very clear, I've said this a million times, and and I know you morons at Media Matters that are watching this trying to figure out how you can peg me as anti-trans or something. I have no problem with trans people. If you are an adult and you decide to transition, uh, then, then God bless you and you know what? I'll treat you with respect if you'll treat me with respect. That's what I always say. Um, but the simple truth is that if you think you are being for women as you are having biological men put into women's athletics, then you got another thing coming. Listen, I'm 44, I have a torn ACL, In my in my left knee, which I'm thinking about getting the surgery for, and a few of you have actually a few doctors have even reached out because I mentioned on the show once. Um, I would love to play in the NBA. I really would. I know I'm never going to play in the NBA, and I know at the height of my basketball career, I wasn't even remotely close. Even though I do have a pretty good finger roll, Uh, but perhaps I will transition to female and play in the WNBA next season, or just wait until a washed up 41 year old guy scoring two points a game, who was a scrub in the NBA just says, okay, I'm gonna transition and I'm gonna be a 30-point scorer MVP in the WNBA. Is that what you people want? I know it all sounds ridiculous. It all sounds ridiculous, but this is the ridiculous path they are leading us down. Science does not matter to these people. They have decided to put science, reality, and facts underneath something known as social justice so that they can rejigger society into some way that they think is better. And what it will do is actually destroy women. It'll, it'll destroy men as well, right? I mean, and, and it will make people resentful actually of trans people. And that I think is not what you want. I think that's not what you want. Anyway, don't give money to the ACLU. It's, it's a really embarrassing organization at this point. And just because something once was good doesn't mean it always will remain good, and I think the ACLU is a perfect example of that. Uh, But speaking of uh, sort of the war on reality that I've been talking about for quite some time, the New York Times, which also is not really a place of journalism anymore. Maybe it was 20 years ago, although a lot of my conservative friends say, Dave, you just weren't awoke to it, you you had not realized it yet, but it was crap all the time. I don't know that it was fully crap all the time. I think they used to have more plurality of voices. And I also think that we all know that the wokeism thing has just completely infected the entire thing. I mean, even one of the last 20 remaining decent liberals, Barry Weiss, had to leave the New York Times. That tells you how radical it has become. And the New York Times wrote a piece. Oh, well, first off, this is a sidebar to this story, but I saw this this morning. Uh, Mike Solana, who's an interesting voice on Twitter, uh, who I've gotten to know a little bit, he tweeted out that there was an article in today's New York Times about um, how they should start looking into censoring, perhaps, apps like Telegram and Signal because that's where all the bad guys are going right now. And it's so interesting because it's like, oh, I'm sure some of you remember this, those of you that have been with me for a while. Remember about two years ago when I was on the cover of the Sunday New York Times with Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan and Phil DeFranco and Milton Friedman, the libertarian economist, I think he's a Nobel Prize winner, and that we were all leading people to the alt-right. So what the New York Times does is they frame it like, oh, these are all the bad guys. And then you flash forward two years and now they're writing pieces about, oh, people who might like those guys uh, actually should be censored on these apps too. And we know that Parler was just nuked. So it's like, are they gonna nuke Telegram or whatever else? Anyway, that's not even the story I'm covering right now because there's lots going, a lot going on here. The New York Times had a piece, how the Biden administration can help solve our reality crisis. And there's a, a bunch of highlights I wanna get to here. Hoaxes, lies, and collective delusions aren't new, but the extent to which millions of Americans have embraced them, maybe. The muddled, chaotic information ecosystem that produces these misguided beliefs doesn't just jeopardize some lofty ideal of national unity. It actively exacerbates our biggest national problems and creates more work for those trying to solve them. And it raises an important question for the Biden administration How do you unite a country in which millions of people have chosen to create their own version of reality? Uh, And finally, Joan Donovan, the research director at Harvard University's Shorenstein Center on Media Politics and Public Policy suggested that the Biden administration could set up a truth commission similar to the 9-11 commission. Man, these people love commissions, they love regulators, they love hearings, it's all drivel and nonsense, nothing ever comes of any of it. Now, what's interesting about this is what the New York Times in essence is saying here, if you don't believe all the news that's fit to print in our paper, right? That was the tagline of the New York Times, all the news that's fit to print. But what they really mean is all the news that's fit to print that fits within our narrative. And if you guys who suffer from misinformation and disinformation and you watch YouTube and you listen to podcasts and you watch the Joe Rogan program, you're scary people. How are we going to reprogram you? And I've done a couple shows in the last few weeks on people talking about how we are going to reprogram people. I mean, this is what they're literally talking about on CNN while they're also talking about how they can get Fox News knocked off the air. This is what Katie Couric, who I suppose was a journalist at one time, is talking about, how we can deal with the misinformation and how we can reprogram people, and then the times. But the thing is, we could do the exact same thing here. I mean, this is the irony that these people don't understand. I believe, it is my belief as a uh, sentient human being that the New York Times and CNN are basically pure propaganda at this point. They have exposed themselves relentlessly. So I could sit here and literally read the exact same thing from our perspective. Actually, I'll do it real quick and you just tell me if it fits within uh, the worldview that you might have talking about the, the lies of CNN, the New York Times, HuffPo, and the rest of them. Hoaxes, lies, and collective delusions aren't new, but the extent to which millions of Americans have embraced them may be. Boy, that sounds right. The muddled, chaotic information ecosystem that produces these misguided beliefs doesn't just jeopardize some lofty ideal of national unity, it actively exacerbates our biggest national problems and creates more work for those trying to solve them. And it raises an important question for the Biden administration. How do you unite a country in which millions of people have chosen to create their own versions of reality? Boy, that's true. CNN and The New York Times really are doing that. MSNBC's doing it too. Let's not forget old Ali Velci standing in front of uh, a riot with you know, a, literally a burning building exploding behind him, telling us it's mostly peaceful. So they are the purveyors of this nonsense. I don't need a Harvard University uh, professor or researcher to tell me that they're lying to me. They're lying to all of us. Moving on. Okay, so this is the one that I saw right before we started. It's just a piece of work. So Jen Psaki is the uh, White House press secretary. She's not very good at her job. She seems fairly incompetent. But of course, the media loves her. I covered yesterday that CNN's uh, one of their chief political analysts, David Axelrod, he thinks she's doing a really great job. Of course, he did work. Uh, in the Obama administration, and Joe Biden was the VP in that administration. But he's totally impartial as a CNN analyst. These are serious people doing serious work and bringing you the truth. Uh, So Jen Psaki uh, was asked today more about what's gonna happen after we're all vaccinated. And uh, I should just warn you guys, maybe just get into your seat and kind of just really get in there. And if you have a bag near you, in case you vomit, you might want a bag and uh, probably move the dog or the cat because you don't want to kick them. Here we go. Uh, What we're also trying to do is make our health and medical experts available to ensure people understand, and I'll reiterate it here today, it's not just a vaccine. It's obviously an incredible medical breakthrough, um, and we want every American to have one. But even after you're vaccinated, social distancing, wearing masks are going to be essential, and we'll, we'll need to continue communicating about that through health and medical experts. Even after you're vaccinated, social distancing and wearing masks will be essential. That is what the White House press secretary just told us. Now, it's the beginning of February, 2021. It was 11 months ago that they told us two weeks to flatten the curve. We all did it. We all did everything. We came home with our bags from the supermarket after we had worn masks and gloves and we washed our food and we did that. And then they locked us down in all the different states and they destroyed the economy and they destroyed lives and they caused people to be suicidal. They caused other people not to go get preemptive medical attention and all sorts of other horrible things. And alcohol rates went up and people don't go to the gym and all of these things, Uh, then they continued that with lockdowns throughout the summer. Now they want us to wear two masks, sometimes three masks. Then they'll also tell us masks don't work and they do work and you should social distance while they don't social distance and all of the relentless, endless hypocrisy that these people have have done to us. And here's what I've come to believe at this point. Uh, And again, I just wanna read you the quote one more time. Even after you're vaccinated, social distancing and wearing masks will be essential. Guys, really think about this. 11 months ago, what were we told? Two weeks to flatten the curve. We are in a very different world now and that old world ain't coming back. And the the conclusion that I have come to at this point is, there is a system in place, and I don't know everything about that system, but that system is pushing us. It is pushing us to see how far it can push us before we all snap and break. Now, that is not a call for violence or anything like it. It is a call for individual responsibility. Do what you gotta do in your life to keep you and your family safe, okay? But this sick and twisted, never ending pushing of how we have to live and what we have to wear and who we can be near and who we can invite into our home and that. A year later, two weeks to flatten the curve. Now we're all gonna get vaccinated and we're still gonna socially distance and wear masks. It is completely bananas. It is completely bananas. COVID is not a hoax. I Actually, I know somebody. I had somebody, oh, I, I don't wanna say too much, but maybe I had someone in my house yesterday who had COVID over the last couple of weeks and she got sick and then she got better. And I know many people that I know that have gotten sick and then got better. And yes, Do some people die? Some people do, and we know that most of those people are elderly people, 80s and upwards, who have two or three other comorbidities, okay? They usually have diabetes and obesity. Not all of them, and there are some cases that younger people die, of course there are. There is no perfect system. We cannot protect everyone from everything. If, If you wanted to be protected from everything all the time, you'd literally never leave your house, and you really couldn't even do anything in your house. You'd have to sit in a room quietly in the dark all the time. And that probably wouldn't be great for you either. Um, but think about what they have done here. They, we know that old people die of this, usually with diabetes and obesity. And then what did they do? They said, okay, now you can't go to the gym anymore. Don't go to the gym, even though we know obesity is part of this thing. Don't go to the gym. Oh, and by the way, order in food all the time. Order in takeout all the time. Let's get let's get you really sopped up there with some sodium, okay? Can we do that? A lot of fried food. Like what do you when people are ordering in, what are you usually ordering in? It's like a burger and fries, it's pizza, tons of carbs, breads, Chinese food, which is usually ton, sugary and all sorts of stuff. It's like, what did they do to us? Man, freaking wake up already. It's just wake up, these are not good people. They have some power over us, I suppose, but I don't think for for that much longer, I think there is going to be a breaking point. And by the way, we're seeing it, which is why I'm seriously freaking proud and thrilled that we are now less than 100,000 votes away or signatures away from recalling Gavin Newsom. Recall Gavin Newsom. I'm not kidding, maybe I'll run for governor. If, if this thing goes through, maybe I'll run for governor. There's probably far better people than me and my entire platform would be, whatever Gavin said, I say the reverse. I wouldn't raise a dime, that would be it. I'll do a YouTube show and, and see if we can make it happen. I'm, I'm not sure, I'm honestly not sure, but get rid of these people. They are not good people, sue them. Sue Andrew Cuomo for putting all the old people back in the old age homes, okay? These are not good people anymore and it's not gonna stop. And you think if you think, man, I'm on a rant. If you think it's gonna stop, if you think it is going to stop, that a year later, okay, two weeks to flatten the curve, now it's a year later, 100 mask mandate, and we're gonna keep social distancing, and you're gonna wear masks, and blah, 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 and we're gonna partially open things, and maybe open them, and kind of open them. If you think that once they've pushed you that far, that they're gonna go, ah, all right, guys, let them out freedom for everybody, no, it will be the next test. There will be super COVID, the UK strain, something happened in Brazil, a guy banged a monkey, now we're all in trouble. There's going to be all sorts of crazy stuff. That is what is going to happen. We are being pushed to see how much of our individuality, of our freedom, of our liberty we will give away. And I think our founders here in the United States would be pretty freaking depressed on on how easily we've done it. But speaking of all of that, story number four, which uh, fits perfectly uh, as a segue. The CDC, again, these people didn't want us to wear masks at some point. Now they want us to wear masks, believe science, except when science doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Well, they have uh, released their rules for Super Bowl parties. The Super Bowl is a big football game that happens once a year. It's happening this Sunday. Uh, and they've given us some rules related to the Super Bowl. And uh, I, look, nobody's gonna pay attention to this nonsense. And you really, my, I'm not an expert, so uh, don't hold me to account. But if you're doing most of these things, some, you have a bigger problem. You have more of a psychological problem than anything else. Here's a couple things they want you to do for Super Bowl parties if you're gonna dare have a Super Bowl party. A Super Bowl party, I think it's it's Super Bowl what? Like 70-something maybe? or 62, or 59, something like that. We've always had Super Bowl parties. People used to get together, they'd eat nachos, and they'd eat wings, and they'd drink beer. It was the old days, okay? They don't want you to have these Super Bowl parties anymore. Um, So here's what uh, they're saying about the Super Bowl party. Wear a mask with two or more layers to stop the spread of COVID to protect yourself and others. Okay, so now you're gonna wear two masks at the Super Bowl party where you'd normally be drinking a beer And eating wings, in cold weather, wear your mask under your scarf, ski mask, or baklava. Balaklava? What the hell is baklava? Isn't that a Greek dessert? What the hell is a balakavla? (laughs) Is that a type of ski mask? (laughs) It's a type of ski mask? A balaklava? I've literally never heard of that. Okay, so, all right, everyone pause this first. Oh, you can't pause, it's live. But I want you to Google balaklava right now. You're B-L-A-C-L-A-V-A. Why would you be wearing one of those to a Super Bowl party unless you were going to murder everybody? Uh, Which I guess is against their rules, too. (laughs) You're Bala (laughs) Clava. Okay, so be it. Uh, Guests should avoid direct contact. Don't shake anyone's hand, people. If you shake your host's hand, you might kill them, Uh, including handshakes and hugs, uh, with people that are not from your household. Yeah, 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 you know, hugging and human communication, uh, any sort of touching. Almost everyone you touch will die. Who was the girl in, uh, was it Rogue? I think it was Rogue in X-Men. If she touched people, they would die. Yeah, it was Rogue, thank you. My fact checkers are on it today. Rogue, remember Rogue, it was played by, what's her name? Who was in, uh, you know, uh, what the hell's that girl's name? She was in the True Blood. Come on, help me here, guys. She was in True Blood, the lead in True Blood, that girl, she was rogue in X-Men, and her power was that if she touched you, uh, she could kill you. So they're, they're tr- basically making us all rogue in X-Men. Get me that girl's name, whatever her name is. Uh, for a virtual celebration, oh, I love this one. If you're gonna have a virtual Super Bowl party, schedule a time to eat a meal together virtually and have people show their main dish, vegetable or dessert. All right, let's be very clear about this. There are no vegetables at Super Bowl parties. Yes, does somebody always have a little thing of carrots over there with some dip? Yes, they do, and those people should not be invited to parties. I, I agree with that, okay? Those people can have their own vegan special parties. But, yeah. hi, I'm on Zoom at the Super Bowl party. It's the second quarter, great game. You wanna see my carrot? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, oh, here's a, here we go. What's that girl's name? Anna Paquin. That's it. Okay. I'm I'm beating you to the punch here. You've got a computer. What's going on? Oh, there it is. Anna Paquin. Okay. Uh, Avoid shouting, cheering loudly, or singing. Clap, stomp your feet, or bring or provide handheld noisemakers instead. Avoid shouting, cheering loudly, or singing. Clap, stomp your feet. These are... We are... Keep background music volume low so guests don't need to shout. Keep it low, keep it cool. Uh, I assume, well, I'm surprised they didn't give us the type of music we're allowed to listen to. You, you'd want sort of a something melodic and soft, ambient, chill, check out the Chill Channel on Spotify. I like the Chill Channel. Just keep it cool, you know what I mean? Talk like this, like you're an, an ASMR person. Just talk like this. Oh, did you see Tom Brady just threw a 17 yard touchdown pass to that guy. I don't really watch anymore, so I don't know who he is. Uh, okay, can I please have a wing now? I'll go sit in the basement and eat it quietly. Thank you. Uh, and finally, offer no-touch trash cans for guests to easily throw away food items. Yes, it is true. Uh, here at my house, we have one of those trash cans that you have to pull. It's, it's under the sink. You, you pull out the drawer and the trash can is there. It is a COVID super spreader. Almost everyone I know that has visited me over the last few weeks is dead now because they touch my garbage can. Ladles and jelly spoons, that was the Rubin Report direct message for today. February 4th, was it? February 4th, 2021. May God help us all. I look forward to communicating with you for the rest of the day at rubinreport.locals.com. And tomorrow, our panel will be with Eric Metaxas, Rabbi David Wolpe, and Peter Bogosian. Part two of my interview with Andy No is up right now on YouTube, and the full episode is up at Rubenreport.locals.com. Remember, speak quietly, don't touch anyone. <laughs> speak quietly, don't touch anyone, or you're a murderer. See you tomorrow.